and we are back. Same as the last couple of weeks, uh, we've got the same crew here. It's nice to get a bit of consistency. Um, we've got Lottie over here who's just watching a race at the moment. Um, who are you watching there, mate? Thanks, mate. Uh, we're at the Lucky Last at Sandown and we need Time Quest to salute and we've got a trebles going as well. So if that gets up, that should be a pretty good return. So fingers crossed for that one. Party time. Wouldn't be at the start of a show without Lottie watching a race. Uh, sitting across from me, we have uh, Duck of the Bush. Cody, how are you? Good, sir. How are you? Yeah, very good. Good to be back. Well, just telling me, um, we play Shep Swans this week and you just had to mention you kicked a couple of goals against them last time. How many did you kick? Um, kicked five one day against them, which is good. And nice. then the next time we versed them later in the year, I kicked zero goal six. So. Yeah, well, there you go. That's one goal. All that consistency. And now across uh, the main man himself, who's going to give us a wrap of what's been happening, the uh, next Dennis Committee after his uh, commentating gig on Saturday. Jack, how are you? Committee. I'm not bad by you. Um, yeah, good. Thanks, mate. Glad to be in the other seat for a little bit. But how, how have you been before we get into the intro? And like the consistency of everyone being here, the uh, consistency of this app at the moment has been playing up on us. So a lot of editing, but how are you been, mate? Yeah, I've been good, mate. Um, another quick week. Back yes. here before we know it. Flying. But yeah, I've been good. Can't wait to get stuck into some sport. Yeah, it just felt like a couple of hours ago that Lottie left after having about 20 beers after the last podcast. So without further ado, we will get into it. And um, the Gold Coast Suns, they are overdue at the moment. And much like Lottie's best bet, the way that that's going. Um, Andrew said he will happily coach the Spurs through the pain. And even if they lose their main man, Kane, going into the season. The Poms celebrate their third test like they aren't a bunch of thin wrist soys, prancing in while they're still down the cuck boys. Big question marks over, should we play green? Will David Warner bottom out harder than the submarine? Alcaraz and my main man, Rude, survive the round of 16. The West Tigers and Eagles are shit with no real direction. They have become as exciting as a Dan Andrews election. And we are going to do a deep dive into the footy season straight and narrow as a main man, Hicksie, owes an apology to Caro. So let's get into this week's episode, Hicksie. Uh, do you want to respond with that or do you want to wait for the votes later on? No, I'll wait for the votes, but um, Dr. Seuss move across because I think he was <laughs> over the rhyming uh, slang there. I thought I'd change it up a bit this week. Yeah, well, it's about time I did something around here that's been good and Everyone sort of carry the load, which has been good. Lottie comes in with his shit tips um, and gets everyone else on board with those. Hicksie's coming in and he's calling with Jumper and he's been adding a bit. And Cody's even come up with a few new segments today. So it's going to be a good bit of trial and error episode. But speaking of Cody, we might as well get into the ashes, mate. You tried to start a debate in the inbox today and I just said, hang on a minute, let's save it for the pod, mate. So far away. Um, yeah, we'll get stuck into a bit of ashes talk. As you just said, um, England got up, you know, won their... First test of the series, so it was a um, not a bad game. Pretty boring towards. I thought it was a pretty average game from both teams. Like, not really many high scoring or anything like that. But um, yeah, good for them. It makes it two one, which makes it a little bit more interesting. So um, yeah, as you said, a lot of talk about uh, David Warner being dropped. So I had a bit of an opinion in our group chat about about that. Like, I'm all for him if they do drop him. Like, that's fine, but. I've seen a lot of things on social media and a lot of experts um, who are experts and experts who aren't experts. So a couple keyboard warriors saying that maybe like Marsh or Green should open, but I'm just here to, you know, what are your, your boys' thoughts on that? Because as I said, I don't think English conditions are ideal for trying out part-time 
opening batsman, if that makes sense. My only input into this is the keyboard warrior would definitely be L underscore Thorn 95. <laughs> That's about all I can give, but it's probably up to Hixie and Lottie to probably have more of a debate over it. I don't watch cricket to the same extent. Yeah, well, I was kind of along the same boat. I'm not that much into it, but I was going to say that I, can't, I, I tend to agree that I think it's a bit risky, like especially we haven't won an Ashes over there like 20 years or something, so and we're up to one at the moment. Do you really want to risk trying out a new opener with two games to go? Like we, we pretty much don't need a draw or a win over there to, yeah. to retain them. So if you want to go for it, I don't know, I guess that's their job. That's their decision at the end of the day. But I didn't really – I think Travis Head's open for us before, and he wasn't yeah, – I think he opened in India. Yeah, I think they, they tried so, him up there, and he, I don't yeah. think he was too bad. So I don't know. There's, they've got plenty of plenty of options, but I reckon – my gut opinion is to stick with Warner. Yeah, I, I think they should stick with Warner just for the fact of, as as Lou just said, like we're not – we're 2-1 up. So, like, it's not like a, fuck, we need to try something different to um, get back into the series type thing. So – that's one thing I want to talk about. The other thing I want to talk about is still they do Australian cricket, but all the talk about um, David Warner um, not making runs and being under fire a bit. Someone I do want to talk about is Marnus. I think he's probably flown under the radar a bit of not making many runs. There was a done some research today. His last twenty-one innings in Test cricket, he's only made two scores over fifty, and. All the talk about David Warner not making any runs this series. Marnus has 144 runs this series at 24, and Warner's got 100. Oh, sorry, Marnus has 144 at 24, and David Warner's got 141 at 23.7. So Warner's only made three less runs than him for the whole series. So I'm not saying that Marnus should get dropped. I still think he obviously deserves to be in the team, but if you're going to be talking about players, getting the flick, like, I think it's got to be more open towards the whole team, not just at one person. But I do see the call for Warner's head considering Broad gets him out for fun. But, yeah, that's just my opinion. Yeah, well, I don't mind it at all. And I don't think it's a good idea to bring, like say, Travis Head to bring him up to open. I think because he's playing so well where he is, you don't want to... Rob Peter to pay yeah, Paul. Exactly right. And same with Marsh and Green. Like, they're better down the order. So you don't want to... yeah like you said, take them out of their comfortable spot because of someone else's downfall with Warner. But keep Warner in there, I reckon. Bit of an analogy. It's a bit like a couple of years ago when Darcy Moore, they put him up forward because Collingwood was struggling. Don't take your your centre-half back all Australian out of the side to fix another spot, find another player. It might be a weird analogy. I don't know if that works. No, that's probably fair enough, yeah. But um, on the other flip side to England, um, Johnny Bairstow, how's he still getting game? That was my next point that I was going to bring up. I think I said to the boys... Um, during the week, I read something or one of the English pundits or whatever said, I think England throughout this whole series have given Australia around about, I, think it's, I don't know what the actual number is, it's over 300 runs from like missed opportunities. So that's just not just BSO, but their whole fielding in general, but majority of it's been BSO. But um, I think, yeah, Marshall's dropped on 12, ended up making a ton. I think Uzi was dropped in the first test, he made a ton. Um, Travis Head was dropped when he made 70-odd, I think. There's been a couple of missed stumpings and shit like that. So, like, really, if Bairstow's held some of them catches and a couple of them other boys have held some of their catches, like, England could have been easily 2-1 up or we could have easily dropped another test. So, but, Like think, the great Ricky Ponting said, yeah, they're not. Catches, they're, they're not. Catches with matches. So um, I think 
Berso's done it all right this series. I think um, he hasn't been too bad minus his run out. But, um, yeah, I think when um, Ollie Pope went out, I think it was probably an opportunity for England because Berso's batted at three before. It's probably an opportunity to put Berso up your at three, leave him as a genuine batsman and bring in Ben Folks because Ben Folks is definitely England's best keeper, like Gloveman. But um, he's, obviously his batting's not as good as Bairstow's. But, yeah, I think you, you do need the runs, obviously, from a keeper. But I think sometimes Alex Carey, Alex Carey hasn't made a mistake with the gloves all series, I don't think. so. And sometimes them little things from catches or stumpings are key to winning up series. So I think sometimes they're – yeah, I think – but obviously England named their um, squad for the fourth test today and it was unchanged. So they're obviously not bringing folks in, but – um, yeah, I think there's been a general agreement with that of folks probably should be having the gloves, but oh, well, more more catches, BSO drops is better for us. So <laughs> that was pretty much we'll my question. Go. Yeah, that was pretty much the question I was going to ask. Do they even have like an even better keeper? Like yeah. to- Ben Folks is definitely England's best gloveman, but um, obviously BSO is a better batsman. So. Josh Butler. Yeah, I don't know what Josh Butler's doing either. I think Josh Butler's not really a great. Gloveman, he's obviously a gun bat, but um, yeah, I guess it's the same as what Jack was just saying about um, changing positions of people. Like, do you go for the runs from your keeper, or do you want your keeper to be an actual legitimate keeper? So, but um, mm. we'll see how we go. So, it's a better people than us to decide. I was just thinking as well while Cody was speaking. Does he look like he, if he was playing cricket, he'd be an opening bowler? Is that? Do you play? Have you played cricket? I haven't played for a while. Uh, were you a bowler? Yeah, I could pick that. Absolute slow mediums. Slow medium. <laughs> Meanwhile, Hicksy's the best uh, fieldsman slash keeper going around, allegedly. Hey, I'm a spinner now, mate. You're a spinner? Oh, yeah, you see me. Oh, I'm a bamboozle batsman. Offies? Yeah, offies. Yep. I don't spin. But... <laughs> <laughs> They're just off. Everyone looks at them and goes, oh, that's off. But I love it. Did anyone uh, get to watch the UFC over the weekend or see any of the results? I've seen some highlights and stuff, but didn't watch it. So there was a couple of good fights on there. There was uh, the Australian whose name has escaped me now. He's on the prelim, so can't actually find that at this stage, but he got rolled. Give me a second. It'll come up. My apologies. Now, Whitaker was on the main card. Jimmy Crute, he's a, a Bendigo lad, um, and he he basically, yeah, he put his gloves down and said, um, I'm done, 25 years old. Said he's done with the fight game, and whether or not he actually is, it could be a bit of a Conor McGregor slash John Farnham type setup. Um, but there was a few other really good fights on the card as well, and um, usually like the cheap asses that a lot of people are. I watched the prelims and I didn't watch the main card because um, I had a few people over. But the last three fights before it went to pay per view, they were all knockouts within twenty five seconds of the fights, um, and the main one was Robbie Lawler who. He's been in the UFC. His debut was in 2002. So he's been a fighter for 21 years, um, and he won He won against a bloke, and he was paying like $14 odds to win. And he, obviously he knocked this bloke out in 25 seconds, gave him a good six-piece combo and said, good night, thanks, mate. 21 years, and imagine how nappy he broke. Oh, yeah. There, there was a few, oh, my goodness, coming from him after the fight, but... Uh, yeah, that was great. And then obviously Robert Whitaker, like Cody just spoke about, he had a good win as well, which is great to see. There was another bloke on the card as well, which was the first card, sorry, first fight for the main card. And he was paying a dollar one to win against another bloke that was paying West Coast Eagles odds. It was in the 30s. And this other bloke 
same thing, KO'd him in 38 seconds. So I don't know what's going on um, in Vegas at the moment, whether or not it's rigged or if it's just obviously coincidental good knockouts, but that was good. And then the main man, the Volk, he got, he got the job done and he's just a little pit bull terrier. He just finds another way to win and um, retain his title against the other bloke who was the interim champion while he was going and bashing everyone else in every other division. So that was about it from UFC 290. Has anyone got anything they want to add before we go to a break? I was going to UFC when you were talking about um, quick fights. I remember I was in um, my fiancé's mum and dad live in Perth and we were over there for a holiday once and there was a um, UFC fight. I think it was McGregor versus um, that Jose Aldo or whatever he is, and he knocked him out in 13 seconds. Yeah. And um, I remember close old man bought it on pay-per-view or whatever we sat down and watch and um, we, ordered, um, we ordered fish and chips and it come – um, we were in the lamp, in the kitchen, so we were just getting our plate or whatever. The fight, legit, no shit, just started. So we're like, oh, we'll quickly go in. Quickly went to the kitchen, put a plate of fish and chips on, come back to the lounge room, and it was gone. Like, <laughs> He's being knocked out. No shit, didn't even get to watch it. It was fucking done, and we were like, what are we fucking doing now? <laughs> it was ridiculous. I couldn't believe it. Lucky it's been replayed yeah. 14 million times. But um, is yeah. there is there a chance that UFC has a little bit of WWE about it, the way it's sort of scripted? Not necessarily the fights. Like I know a lot of the fights are real, but the way they're sort of trying to beef it up for entertainment. Yeah, I feel like obviously not with the fights, but with the um, like drama behind it, I guess you could say. Oh, yeah, yeah, like the weigh-ins. And, yeah, and the storylines. Yeah. He hates him and he's fucking... Brute and his misses. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right. <laughs> I don't know, I know if you know, there's a bloke called John Anik who's like the main commentator. He's on fight night. And like that's the way he sort of speaks. And there was one caller that he said on the weekend that made me absolutely lose it. Like he was being like dead serious. He's like, this fighter has grown up tough in Tennessee. He watched his mother be an opioid addict and she ended up dying at the age of 16. And he goes, Powered you by Prime Drink, <laughs> like straight after he said it. I'm like, that is the most promo American thing you'll ever hear, um, which I thought was just hilarious. But anyway, we'll go to a break now, and then we're going to break down a couple of the other sports, a couple of trades that are happening, and of course the AFL because the Pies boys are licking their lips. And there's an, even a bloke in Carlton uniform over here wanting to hang around just yeah, for a bit longer. All right, well. It's time for a bit of state of origin talk now. Cody. Fucking Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's going early. He's going early. He's going early. Let's get this bloke a shovel. He's dug himself a big hole there. Cody, I was going to ask you about the state of origin, but it's. I was going to ask you about the state of origin, but it sounds like you've already had a heap of HIAs. So. What are your thoughts on tonight's game, boys? You're going to look like a fool if you get it wrong. So we'll get our predictions, and you've got a stat, you reckon? Yeah, I just read something that um, James Tedesco is broke, or he's going to break the New South Wales consecutive games record, 22 games. He has a bad effort. It is a great effort. Congratulations to him. I'm sure he listens. I, um, I actually reckon New South Wales will win. It is a dead rubber. It's in New South Wales, I'm pretty sure. It's in Sydney, so. I'll take you away for it. Um, yeah, I reckon they'll win. Just get up for Tedesco. They will celebrate something. So you see, um, I reckon Queensland get up. Yeah, Billy Slater anytime. Um, <laughs> the Johns Queen. brothers back yeah, in the Melbourne Liga. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't really. I probably won't watch it to be honest. Yeah, I don't think Jared Haynes playing either. But. Um, <laughs> 
yeah, speaking of James Tedesco, there's been a bit of a knock on him as well that he's just a pure offensive player and he, he let go a heap of tries through the first state of origin. I couldn't tell you that. I didn't watch it. <laughs> but, yeah, that's that's the big rumours going around. So, yeah, like we said, it's a bit of a dead rubber. I think Queenslanders will get up. Um, 1 to 12 for those playing at home. Try scorers, pick, take your pick. Uh, but that's about it. But I reckon Hicks, he's got a little bit on the, the gentleman's game. Uh, I mean, I'm not talking about the Ashes now. I'm talking about Wimbledon. Uh, what do you got for us? Yeah, there is a bit uh, going on, obviously. There's a few matches being played, a few people winning, a few people losing. But um, it's actually a huge match in the men's tonight. It's your boy, Holger, versus my boy, uh, Carlos Alcaraz. Yikes. So um, that's in the quarterfinals there. I feel like this moment has gone on for like six weeks. Well, it's hard because it's gone for ages. They had a big, they had a big <laughs> build up to it, I think. Yeah. A bit of rain delay. Yeah, rain. So they have um, a curfew as well. They can't play past 11 p.m. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. so come back the next day. Yeah, so you're halfway through the game and then you cool. come back the next game, uh, next day, yeah. So, yeah, in the men's there, um, like we said, Carlos and Holger will battle it out tonight. Um, and the other game is Daniel Medvedev and Christopher Eubanks. And he was working as a tennis analyst um, on a tennis channel, obviously, at the start of the year in March. And now he's uh, just beaten Sitsipas, who was the number five seed. So uh, he's a six-foot-seven tall Serves bombs. Serves bombs, yeah. Always like me. Um, and obviously, Joker's, he's into the semi finals there. So he'll probably get to the granny. And then it's probably out of Carlos and uh, Holger, I'd, I'd say. And then over in the women's side, uh, our girl, Iga Swatek. She's no out. good. She's no gone. good. She's gone. She lost to um, Alina Svitolina. Um, and a little stat on Svitolina she played Victoria Azarenka. And so this Svitolina is from um, Ukraine and she's refusing to shake hands with like Russian or um, Belarus players. So Victoria cool. Azarenka didn't shake her hand because like, she knew she wasn't going to and then the crowd booed Victoria instead <laughs> of the other chick who wasn't going to shake hands. So, Which I think is really interesting because there's a Belarus player, um, Sabalenka, who won the Australian Open this year and I hope she gets into the grand final um, and plays the girl from Ukraine because Wimbledon's like this massive prestigious it's all about class and stuff. And then if he gets to the grand final and it's a Belarus player against a Ukraine player and they don't shake hands, like, <clears throat> it's going to be. All, all Dana White seeing is dollar signs. Yeah. He, he's <laughs> going to go promo on this thing. Uh, yeah, like, it's yeah. I mean, she's just a great fire. She's a young kid. She's phenomenal out there. Obviously, just a great kid. Great strike power. But continue, Hicksy. Yeah, so that'd be interesting to see what happens there. But um, that's all that's pretty much happening. But hopefully tonight's game um, between Holger and Carlos, hopefully that goes to five sets and is an absolute uh, blockbuster there. Um, that's all pretty much for the tennis. Um, we'll move on to another sport. You got anything else you want to touch on before we get into the AFL? Or? That's, I think Holger versus Carlos is going to be match of the year. Match of the year. Put that, put that in pencil because I don't have a pen on me What's at the match moment. Of the year, um, <laughs> that is the biggest try. Uh, there, uh, there was a game at ATP Miami in uh, February. Nah, but for me, like they're both really strong baseline players. I haven't got to watch obviously too much of it with the time frame, but they're both obviously young and up and coming players. I think they're going to take the mantle from the boys in the big three at the moment. Oh, yeah, obviously, um, not the big oh, three because Federer is not there. Obviously, he's South American, but he's, uh, he's, he's Spanish. Spanish. No, he's, he's Spanish. Spanish, yeah. He's a big boy for, I think he's 20 as well. Not yeah. Big. He's, so he's obviously the next number. Yeah, right-handed though. So, so yeah. he's got massive right hand and not a big left hand. Yeah, just like you after yeah. a couple of weeks off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
we might as well get into the AFL now. Jump back in the time machine. Lottie goes, pricks his eyes up a bit and goes, I'm back in this, boys. So to go back to Thursday night, which feels like a week ago because it nearly was. Uh, Richmond versus Sydney. Sydney have been stinking it up. I know they had that draw against Geelong, but you know at the start of the year when teams, they talk about when they go, oh, teams that get thrashed in the grand final aren't going to play finals. And we were sort of like, nah, Sydney's a young team. They'll be right. They'll bounce back. Well, they fucking haven't. I'll give you the hot tip right now because they are sitting in 15th um, and they're nowhere near. How weird is it that like Sydney made a grand final, Fredo made a semi and they're both in bottom five? Yep. It's, it's crazy to look at, but um, I think Richmond did what they had to do. It was an okay game from memory, but like I said, it was a while ago. Um, on to Friday night's game. Um, obviously, the Pies got up. Bulldogs didn't look too bad. I was very frustrated. Yeah, I watched 10 minutes and then watched the cricket the rest yeah. of the night. <laughs> I was the same. Yeah, yeah, I was fed up. What, that you won? No, I didn't know we won because I didn't watch. It was, sh- it was just it was first 10, watch. 15 minutes, Western Bulldogs were <clears throat> yeah. too good for us and Collingwood looked second rate, really. Um, yeah, I couldn't stand it. Interesting. Mm. I was the same. I was flicking between cricket and footy and then... I think last quarter I sort of knew we were going to win, so I just put it back on the ticket. All right, I'm going to go around all four of us now, and we're going to go through every game, and you're going to give me one sentence for the game. One and that's sentence. how we're going to do it. I'm going to do one sentence. So Brisbane versus West Coast, it was an 81-point win. Cody? Next. <laughs> one word, even better. Been good. Yep. Did what they had to do, I guess. Yeah. Can we actually – actually, don't worry about it. I was going to say, can we go back to our predictions from last week, what we said that we're going to win by, but I can't remember – it was, oh, it was. What did we have on it? I reckon I had. I reckon I, I had. Well, I reckon one of us had in the eighties. Yeah. Someone had eighty three. I reckon it might have been you. Yeah, I, I, Don't remember the bet, so thank God. Um, recording all the time. Is there? We don't know. Um, one word. Uh, one sentence for me is see ya later, Adam Simpson. End of year. I think they make the switch. They wait until the end of the year. They've been smart about it. It's not really a sentence, but you get where I was going with it. Unless Caro comes out. <laughs> yeah, Hicksy's great, mate. All right, GWS versus Hawthorne. Hawks will be good. Nice. <laughs> Hawks will be good. Can you get us putting together a good season? The result you expected. That's what I'm going to give that. Uh, on to the Saints versus Melbourne. Um, Saints are B-graders. Lol. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> The King brothers are overrated. That's my takeaway from that. Didn't he break his shoulder or something? Yeah. Yeah, but I'm leading into the next game, Oh, if you would let me. But, yes, continue. All right, we're going to Port versus um, Stuart Jews' last game against for the Gold Coast. One sentence for that. Um, if Dimmer coaches them, they'll make finals next year. Ooh. I like it. It's going big. Lottie? Room to approve. <laughs> Stewie was due. <laughs> that is crap. That is that crap. Um, yes. Port Adelaide can't win the grand final. That's my takeaway from that. Yeah. Sunday in the Marination Station game, which is going to be interesting. I don't know. Fucking shit. <laughs> what was the game? Geelong versus Geelong North. North. Oh, yeah, standard. Uh, background noise. North Melbourne has to win this week or else Brett Ratt and the interim coach gets sacked. <laughs> I actually heard on the radio today that um, Clarko might be back this week. No, he's, he's come back to the club, I'm pretty sure. 
He's, yeah. he's timed it well. Uh, Essendon versus Adelaide. Game of the round. Tip them. Who shot Ridley? <laughs> um, I'll go with game of the round as well. I thought it was a great game. Um, Frio versus Carlton. If Stewie got the sack, um, Justin Longmill Justin will be shaking in his boots, I reckon. Ooh. I mean, it's I. <laughs> <laughs> can Carlton make finals? Carlton cannot make finals. So that's my sentence for that. That was crap. We're not going to be doing that next week. <laughs> Let's get back into it, boys. It's time for the tips now. Cody's bumped it up. And the boys, there's not, we always talk about our tips and go, oh, yeah, I'm going to tip North Melbourne to beat Collingwood or whatever it might be. But we need a bit of onus on it now. The boys need a bit of responsibility and the fans out there need to know, not the fans, the faithful, I should say, should know that the boys are tipping um, properly. So they're going, to do, they're going to give a certainty and they're going to give a smoke, uh, a smoky. I was going to say smoko. That doesn't really work. Um, but if you get, if they get their certainty wrong, it's going to be a six pack that gets added to our group, um, and we'll go from there. So feel free to add your certainty at any time. Obviously, we're going to go through the games. Um, so Sydney versus Western Bulldogs. Who have we got? Cody. We'll go around clockwise. Um, so I just had Bert. Um, <clears throat> I will be picking the Sydney Swans in the Shane Biggs Cup. Nice. 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 Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'm going the Bulldogs. In the Barry Hall Cup, I'll be going with the Sydney Swans. I've got no players, which I'm flat on, and I think the Bulldogs do it quite comfortably. Oh, nice. do you reckon? Yeah. Yes. Um, Patrick Vez Premi do as well. Yeah. Any others? No, All right. What about for the Travis Johnston Cup, Melbourne versus Brisbane? Mitch Clark. <laughs> yes. He's played at Geelong as well, did he? Yeah, he did, yeah. Correct. I'm going to go with... Oh, it's a good game, actually. I mean, I'm going to go with the Lions. Actually, I'm going to go with the Lions. I'm going Melbourne. Uh, Brent Maloney Cup, I'm going Melbourne. Nice. Melbourne. I've used mine. Um, I'm going to go Brisbane to win this one. They've won one out of the last 14 at the G, so now's the time, I reckon. And all right, we'll get on to Saturday's game now. And uh, is this the Paul Medhurst Cup? Anzac Day medalist. Um, one of my favourite players growing up, James Clement. Yeah. James Clement Cup. Um, Pies will win, I reckon. Yeah, Collingwood, and that's the lock, the lock or whatever it is. The certainty for the week. Ooh, they're due to lose one. Um, for the Chris Tarrant Cup, I'm going to go with the Mighty Pies. Chris Main as well. Chris Main. James Ash, John Anthony. Yep, pretty good, boys. Um, I'm going to tip the pies as well in that one. And on to the next game, which is the Andrew McWalter Cup. Yes. Played for both sides. I'm going to tip, you know what happens when a coach leaves? <laughs> Sons are going to get up, boys. Put him as your certainty then. No, I'm going to have him as. Put your money where your mouth is. They're favourites, by the way, so I can't have them as my smokey either. Um, I'm going to go to the Suns as well in the Maverick Weller Cup. Ooh, nice. Yeah, I'm also going to the Suns. Um, ben Long Cup. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go, yeah, caretaker curse, Gold Coast will get up. I love it. On to the next game now, and I could not think of a player. I've got two. 
Seven? Seven. You got six. seven. Good yeah. research. Do you want to give them, rattle them off? Rattle them. You tell, tell me yours. I don't have any. That's what I'm saying. We're talking about Carlton Port for the yeah. listeners. Um, I've got Nick Stevens and Matthew Loeb. Yeah. Uh, Cameron O'Shea. <laughs> Barnaby French. <laughs> Kane Ackland and Cameron Cloak. Yeah, right. So I had some of those. Yeah, very um, household names. I'm going to go Port. Carlton, and that's the Smoky. Mm. Yep. Nice. I'm going to go, yeah, Port Adelaide. Yeah, I'm going to tip Port Adelaide as well, but not by as much as you think um, for that one. Then on to the Brent Prismal Cup uh, for that one there. I'm going to have Essendon as my Smoky to win this one. Um, I feel like they actually are playing good footy and uh, at good value, I think they are a chance. Um, in the Paul Chapman Cup, I'm also going to have Duns as my Smoky. Nice. I was going to tip Essendon anyway, but they're not my Smoky. I reckon if it wasn't at Geelong, it'd be a bit mm. different, but because it's at Geelong, it'd be harder. But And if Jeremy Cameron's in or out, not sure yet. Uh, Stuart Cramery Cup. I'm going to go. Did he start at Geelong? Yeah. Must have, yeah. yeah. I'm going to go Geelong, and my Smoky is Tom Hawkins' six goals. Again. That's, that's probably a lock, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was also James Kelly. Um, Matthew, Matthew, Stokes. Matthew Stokes was another one. And there's another name that eludes me, but. Uh, oh, jeez. Um, but we'll get to that when we can. So, Adelaide versus the Giants. Um, it's obviously a six goal breeze at the Adelaide Oval, as everyone knows. Um, I've got no names off the top. Oh, one. Three. Hey. Here you go. Phil Davis. Yeah. Phil yeah. Oh, low hanging. I should have got that. <laughs> Uh, um, um, Sam Jacobs. Yep, big source. Yeah. Um, Jackson. Oh yeah. Oh, he was supposed to be the next big thing, the big super coach. Um, playing Sample at the moment. So. Oh, boy. <laughs> Good on you. But um, I am going to go the Crows. Yep. Have you given a certain year of Smokey yet? I give a Smokey. I think Don as yeah. as my Smokey. Nice. Adelaide will be winning. Yeah, Adelaide as well. So me. And I'll follow suit with that. On to the game of the round. North versus Hawthorne in the Who Cares Cup. Yes. That's all I've got. I didn't even bother looking at it. Clarko Cup. You can call it Clarko Cup. Clarko yeah. Cup. Is there any names that have come across? Yeah. Liam Shields? Yeah. Current player. Uh, Josh Gibson. Josh oh, Gibson. yeah, fair. Nathan Thompson. Yep. Jade Rawlings. Jonathan Hay. Jonathan Hay, yeah. Shep Bears. Yep. Uh, from fucking 15 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone loves listening to this. Um, I'm going to go north, I reckon. Yeah, I'm on the Kangas. Yeah, I'm going to follow on, on and, uh, yeah, Kangas for me too. And we all go on Kangas. Yeah, yeah. This is massive. Kangas, the 17th versus 16th, what a game. So it leaves us with the last game for the round, I should say. Uh, West Coast versus Richmond. Got any names that can fly off that? The, yeah, Hicksy's nodding. What do you got? Denny Cousins. Denny Cousins. I've got Patrick Nation. That was yeah, I only had Patrick Nation being Cousins. Beautiful. Um, um, so I'm going to have to go Richmond as my certainty. Yeah, Richmond as my certainty too. Yeah, Richmond will be winning. He's not. West Coast for me. Ooh. Have you picked a certainty? Yeah, Tom Hawkins. No. I haven't picked a certainty yet. Um, I'll get back to you on that one, but I'll, I'm just going to go West Coast for this one. This is, this is what I'm talking about. This is why we've got the certainties in. I don't want to take you cannibal. I want to see what you think about this, but I'll let you pick what you're going to do now, but it's an interesting round of footy. 
Um, who's going to finish where? Um, there's a lot of eight-point games, obviously. Melbourne versus Brisbane's massive for the top four. Like we said, Essendon, uh, Geelong's a big game, and even Adelaide Crows, ninth versus tenth, is a big game. We won't talk about North versus Hawthorne. So you got a certainty while I've just dribbled a little bit for the last 30 seconds, mate? Uh, yes, my certainty is going to be Geelong, down in Geelong. Oh, I'm not happy about that. <laughs> oh, I'm not happy. But anyway, that is what it is. So we'll see how we go. We could have a slab sitting here next week just like that. Um, we'll do the votes now before Lottie's going to do his debut quiz for the boys. Uh, what do you got for me? <clears throat> yeah, so I've, I've done the votes today. Um, feel free to uh, let me know your thoughts on it, boys. Start with uh, the MVP. I've given one vote to Caroline Wilson. Oof. We gave her a fraud last week for um, how she went about the Stewie Dew saga, and it turns out she was correct. I told so, you during the week she don't miss. So she gets the one vote. Uh, two votes. We've gone Oscar Piastri in the F1. Yep. He, um, finished fourth. He should have finished third, but safety car rule on that. So that's good for the uh, young man. And uh, three votes in the MVP. Cam Smith just won the Live London. Gets a cool six million for that, um, which is a nice tune-up for his uh, British Open defence. Nice, into, mate. Into our favourite fraud awards. I've given one to this bloke because he responds well to criticism, I think, this guy. Uh, one vote for Manus, loose bus change. Yep. Um, I think he needs the fire for Australians to win the next test. And um, he'll be listening to this. So, Manus, <laughs> um, just go out there and do what you've been doing the pre- previous years and uh, put He'll, he'll make board. a ton next test, I reckon. Yeah, I, I, I 100%. I'm percent. i going to bet on that now. Thank you. Uh, two votes for the fraud. I've gone for the Gold Coast Football Club uh, about their handling of the Stewie Jew saga. Last week they said he was fine. Um, he's still got a year to run his contract. Six days later, he is out the door. And three, we've gone a bit of international flavour here. Three fraud award votes goes to Britney Spears. Yeah, I've seen this. For um, claiming that uh, Victor Wemby's security slapped her in the face, but... You could see she went to grab him, brushed him off, and um, let's hope she doesn't do it again. Uh, I was waiting for it. I was like, Hicksy's got to have something here. It is criminal. But the votes were very good until then, mate. You've um, absolutely donated. One thing, did you see Danny Ricks back in F1, mm-hmm. apparently? Yeah. Yeah, he is this week. I don't know. I've got no idea. You would have seen on the SE story, so I'm very well. F1 very closely. I had a few mates that do, and they said he's back, and the team he's racing for – Sack the rookie driver who's only been, who's only had 10 races, I think. 10 so races, yeah. It's a bit rough. But. They've basically said to him, if you don't go well in the first week, you're going again. So, he's on loan. Yeah. He's on loan across the, good on him. Mid season draft. It's a win for the Australians. All right. Here we go. Hype it up, mate. Hype it up. You've said, <laughs> Cody goes, I've got the quiz, and Lottie goes, uh uh uh. Yeah, well, I messaged this morning. I was like, I. Was watching. I was actually watching a bit of cricket replays on YouTube last night. Like, oh, that's not a bad question, actually. <laughs> so I did. I said I did send the question in this morning and asked Jack if I could put my hand forward, and that well, I had been selected. So, well, look, mate, they can't be any worse than Jack's quizzes. So <laughs> last week was pretty good. This might be the last. This might be the first and the last one, but we'll find out. All right, it's good to have the reigning champion as well. Myself. Oh, interim. <laughs> interim. <laughs> right. All right. First question is worth three points. So there's three mm. parts to it. When Australia bowled the notorious underarm ball of cricket, who was the opponent? Who was the bowler? And what year did it occur? Jack. Oh, oh, I think Jack got it. So the opponent was New Zealand. Yep. Um, the bowler was a chapel. Do you, ne- oh. do you need a first name? Yeah. It's, it's not Ian and it's not Greg. It's the other one. 
Um, I'm going to go with Tony. Um, I'll give you half a point. You got the last name right. Um, and the year, the year I'm going to go with, oh, I don't know, 83? No. Right. Incorrect. Um, I, I'm just going to guess the year. I know it was a chapel. I can't remember which chapel it was. I know it wasn't. Was it? I know it wasn't Greg or Ian. It was the other one. Trevor? Trevor. Trevor? Oh, I was fine. There's the half a point. Um, it was like 81 or something. It was 81. There you go. So, so one, one and a half points each. Righto. Another two-point question. Other than Winx, who was the only other horse to, to have win three Cox Plates, and what were the years? Tony. Yep. Is it Sunlight? No. Ben. Yep. Maccabi Diva? No. Oh. That was the uh, Melbourne oh, Cup. Melbourne. Oh. No good for me either. Nothing? No. No more guesses? Can we go to years? Just randomly? Yeah. I'm going to say alligator. No. No. I'm just going to go to years. I'm going to say like fucking 85, 6, and 7. No. You were, you, it wasn't Close. the 80s. Yeah. Were they consecutive? Yeah. Yeah. Who was it? Kingston Town, oh. 1980, 1981, and 1982. Have you heard the famous call where the, where the call was like, Kingston Town can't, yeah. can't win, and then it was 400, and then it fucking what? It's fucking one of the best bits of commentary of all time. All right, next question. This is just a single one. Um, how many wickets did Mitchell Johnson take in the 20K? Oh, I don't know about that one. I reckon Cody got it. Yeah. 37? Yep, correct. Dang it. Have you had that one before? Uh, no, I don't think we have, actually. Yeah, Probably have, like, 50 right, episodes next ago. One. How many days has it been since Essendon won a final? Jack. To the day. Why did I say that so quickly? <laughs> um, to the day, yep. I'm going to go with 6,900. Incorrect. Just close to the pin. Oh, yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll go close to the pin. Okay. Well, I'll change my answer. Yeah. I'm going to go with 7,036. Okay. Um, I'm going to go 7,100. And twenty-four. Uh seven thousand five hundred and twenty-eight. I think Cody was the closest. It was seven six thousand eight hundred and eighty-five days. Jeez. Six thousand? Yeah. Oh, I got it then. What did you get? What was yours? Yeah, right at the bottom of seven thousand. Oh, yeah, so I was seven, I was close to the start. The way you said that I was wrong yeah. straight away, I was like, oh. Yeah, no, you said sixty nine, I was like, it wasn't sixty nine. I thought they were in the sevens for some reason. Yeah. Oh, no, they, they, will, they will be. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right, this is a. Oh, this is. What's that? Two and a half. Oh, yeah, two and a half. Yeah. What are you? Um, no one got. Oh, Cody got the oh, Ashes one. Yeah. Two, two and a half. I'm on two. And then you got that one too. Yeah. So, yeah, two, yeah, two and a half. Two and a half. Zilch. Um, when was the VFL change to AFL? Cody. Yep. 1990. Yep. Three. Um, two point question. Who was the only player to top the AFL's goal-kicking list in five successive seasons, and what were the years? Jack, I'm going to go Tony Lockett. Incorrect. Uh, Can I give a little uh, – I'll wait for you to answer, then I'll give you a little hint. Ben, was it Gordon Coventry? It was Gordon Coventry. Yeah. Uh, was it 1926? 1927, 1928, 1929. Yep, to 30, yep. And 30, 30 two yeah. points. I know it was going to be... Eight draws of that. I was going to say he got brought up in the podcast. Earlier. I was going to say Peter Hudson for some yeah. reason. That would have been wrong. Y
What year did Harry kill Simon Liverpool? Jack, 2004. Incorrect. Oh, Cody, 2005. Incorrect. Ooh. Ben, 2003. Incor- oh, yeah, correct. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was that close. I need one of you to answer this. So that's back to school oh, so He's in front. I'm three and a half. You're two and a half. Two and a half. Ah. <laughs> All right. Easy. Bring the safety car out. <laughs> Next question. In Greyhound Racing, what colour does the number three dog wear? Jack, white. Yep, correct. Go. Back to that. That's I'm a visual man. <laughs> All right, the next one's a who am I? Nick Lott. Yep, correct. Sorry, go. I was born on 18th of August 1979 in Adelaide and, my, and made my debut for Port Adelaide in 1997 in the inaugural year NFL. Kane Corns. No, I was Port Adelaide's leading goalkeeper in Cody. 2002. Uh, Warren Treadwell. No. I kicked 31 goals in 2004 and played in Port's Premiership win. Ben. Stuart Jew? Yeah. Oh, oh hey, relevant yeah. question. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Nice. Is that All just right. one point? Yeah, one point. Oh. Oh. Um, four. How many goals did Nathan Buckley kick in his career? Jack, I'm going to go with to, to the nearest to the nearest number. Yeah, I'm going to go with 261 goals. Um, I know you played 280 games. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say 215. I'm going to say 190. Jack was the close. It was 284 goals. Oh, so he's got a game. Good, not bad. So that's four and a half for me, boys. Uh, Two-pointer. Who kicked the first ever Premier League goal and for what team? Um, Cody. Was it Alan Shearer? Nope. Jack Liverpool? Nope. Incorrect. Man United? Incorrect. How many guesses do you want? No, (laughs) I'm done. No, no, you suck. Can I guess the team after Ben guesses? Yeah. Uh, ben, Petty Crouch. Yeah. Incorrect. Um, was it Newcastle? Incorrect. Oh, it was Brian Dean for Sheffield United. Never no guess that. Yeah. On your Deanie. Um, next one. <laughs> How fine, many man. wins did Winks have before a 33 win streak? Jack, two. Incorrect. Cody, three. Incorrect. When you're ready, Ben. Ben. Was it none? Incorrect. Was it one? It's four. Oh. Close. This <laughs> is another two pointer. Uh, what is the longest part made in PGA Tour history and who made the part? Are we going with feet or meters? Uh, it's feet. Oh. I'm going to go with 90 feet. And the part was Adam you, Scott. You can do closer to the number you guess the player. Adam Scott. It was 90 feet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fucking hell. I'm going to go with 107 feet. And I feel like I have a name in my head, but I can't think of his name. Like one of them, that, who's the South African bloke? Who stays in? Yeah, that one. That's who I've got in my head. <clears throat> Is that who you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Who's that? <laughs> um, ben. 115 feet, and it was actually. It was DJ. It was DJ. 
These are all close. Cody got it, and it was 110 feet, and it was made by Jack Nicholas. Oh, yeah, right. So another so two, yeah, four and a half. Yeah, he gets. He I'm gets on four and a half too. Two oh. pointer. Is this last question? No, I've still got three more. That's pretty quick. Jeez. What is the lowest 72 hole score on the PGA Tour, and who scored it? The lowest, Ben. 65? No. No, I was 72. Like, sorry, like under par, like score yeah. under par. Oh, oh, I was like, man, yeah. It's 72. Uh, it's like they score under par after the full four rounds. Yeah, right, right. You want to go? Oh, right, right. Can I guess? Yep. After the four rounds, was yeah. it? After 72 holes after the, yeah, on Sunday. They were, it was Tiger Woods and he was, no, it wasn't. I changed it. It's oh, okay. Dustin Johnson and it was minus oh, 31 under. Incorrect and incorrect. <laughs> oh, I had it right. Um, I'm sorry. I'm going to go Tiger and what do you say? 31 under. I'm going to say like, that's a lot of under. Um, I'm going to say like mm, 21 under. Incorrect and incorrect. Was it Jack Nicholas and it was 22 under? Incorrect and incorrect. Oh. Technically, Jack was the closest. It was thirty-four under. Jeez, was, that is a lot under. And it was by Cameron Smith last year oh. at the Century Tournaments. That's ridiculous. Okay. We all shut it there. Mm. Uh, second last question. It was DJ oh. before him too. I was right. thinking when you said thirty-one under, I was like, "Nah, that's fucking way too yeah. much." Yeah, it's oh, way yeah. too much. I think like Nick, the, the next like it was, yeah, it was like 34, 33. Like there was people like in the thirties, and she was. You must uh, be playing at Shep Golf Club. Yeah. Uh, second last question. <laughs> Who won the M- NBA championship in 1996? Jack. Chicago Bulls? Incorrect. Oh, Cody. Pistons? Incorrect. Oh, no. Fuck. Ben Lakers? Incorrect. Jack Spurs? Incorrect. Wait, how do we not know this? It's the year in between the three, Pete, obviously. Oh, Cody. Houston Rockets? Incorrect. <laughs> the way you I said that was, too. It was then it was the Boston Celtics. Incorrect. <laughs> you guys suck. It's clearly, clearly. You don't know. Clearly. <laughs> and I mean ever so clearly that this year it was the Philadelphia 76ers. Incorrect. What did you, what year did you say? 1996. 1996. It wasn't the, the Jazz. Born. I'll give you a hint. They're not like the name isn't. Jack Seattle Sonics. Oh, yeah, Supersonics. Yeah, oh, buddy. Yeah, so I, don't, Fuck, no, I might as well just name every NBA team. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was still wouldn't have Seven that's not uh, it. Yeah. Lucky last. What's the score? Five and a half. Yep. I'm on four and a half. Oh, seven. Four. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. Minus 84. Last one's worth 10 points. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Points. All right. Who is Australia's most recent batsman to score a century on test debut? Cody. Sean Marsh. Correct. Jack. Cam Green. Correct. On test debut. Oh, on debut. Can I, you want to go? Or you get to go? Uh, ben Astonaga. No. Jack no. Travis Head. No. Incorrect. I'm going to do it. Hmm. Cody. Philip Hughes. Incorrect. I oh, made one on debut in one day, I think. Jack Marnus Lavishang. Incorrect. Oh, this is killing me. How recent is it? It was, I think it was 2014. Oh, it was a while ago. I know who it is. No, you don't. I do. 2014, 2015, around so, there. Can I say it then? Cameron Bancroft. No. So confident. So confident. <laughs> I think. Oh, actually, I reckon I know who it is. 
Well, say it. Uh, I'm just saying for Ben. It's uh, a left field one. Ben. Marcus Harris? No. Okay. Is it Marcus North? No. Oh, this is, I've got to get this. All right. Jack, even I haven't heard Jack of him. Jack Mitch Marsh. No. Even I hadn't heard of him until I looked it up today. Oh, that ben doesn't Curtis Madison. Oh, fucking hell. I'm Boo. This is killing me. Yeah, this is killing me too. What year did you say it was? Uh, I think it was 24. I can't remember the year. It was like yeah. 2014, 2013. Or 2013. Yeah, around that time. Yeah, yeah. around then. Mark's North was a good guess. Then Chris Rogers? No, nah, incorrect. Oh, so going for ages. Oh. And you're going to tell us something. Yeah. I know. I'm going, to be, I'm going to be so pissed off. Wow, you might not even. You might go, oh, what the fuck? I never would have guessed it unless I knew the answer. So. I'm just trying to think. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm Aussie to make a ton on dead boots. Who was a wicket keeper? In that era. Fuck. Fucking Graham Manu played a test, but I don't think he made Michael Nessa. Michael Nessa. Um, fuck. Can you give us a state that was you want to, I don't even know. I can um, give you like, I, I can give you a, like, do you want initials or? No, nah, so where is it? Nah. Where did that play? Was it in Australia or overseas? I think it was in Australia. Yeah. Don't know. <laughs> that was a shit question. I don't really remember. This was an actual question. Can you tell them right now and tell us how many tests they played? Yeah. So we can narrow it down to shit or this. half decent or good. Oh, I apologise for everyone out there who knows the answer. Someone's probably screaming at their radio. Was it Moses Enriquez? No. No, we played like two tests. Mm-hmm. Brett Hodge. <laughs> she played 20 test matches. Oh, oh. Goodness me. You boys should be getting this over me. Oh, I'm trying. <laughs> what state left over? Does it say on the What's their star song? When's their left <laughs> What's their car register? <laughs> I can tell you he also captained Western Australia and Perth Scorchers in domestic cricket. Oh, oh Cody, Adam Burgess? Yeah. Oh, oh. redraw. <laughs> that means I win. Yeah. 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 Woo. That's not a bad question. Just that. cut that so you get it. Sign it off, mate. <laughs> Well, that was another uh, other quiz. I reckon that was up that there. Wasn't bad, yeah. yeah. Top sixty-five. Yeah, gone through it quick. Um, what well boys? To get over you. I've got the Sims brothers in the siblings. I'll post that in the group later. It's a recurring. <laughs> anyway, we'll sign off for now. Um, I guess we'll uh, see each other again next week because we're the only ones who do it on here. But um, thanks, boys. Hope you enjoyed the night like I did. Let's go, boys. Go, boys.